Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Out to our presenting sponsor, Ally, who has supported us since day one. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I just think this is as good a team as we're going to play, and and uh, I know A&M's good, I know Ole Miss good. I mean, hell, they're they're good. Alabama's good, but I think this is going to, I think this will define a little bit where we're at, how we how we how we go uh, Saturday night, and we just got to really prepare hard for it. We've got a good football team; they do too, but. Uh, if we get prepared, it'll be a hell of a game. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. Say with my boobay, taste like too late for the analyst. Girl, I can buy your Westie girl with my base stuff. I know that it's good when you say that on my taste plus. I get way too busy once you let me do the extras. Pull up on your black and break it. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great wide open Wednesday. And I want to remind everybody that in today's show, we're going to have a qualifier for an absolutely outstanding prize. Thanks to Little Rock Tours offering up a Southwest Classic package to Dallas for two people. That includes two tickets, a hotel room for two nights, and round-trip transportation to be a part of the Southwest Classic for Arkansas and Texas A&M. And in addition to that, we're also kicking in a $103.70. See what we did there? For the winner to have some fun on the trip. So we're going to have some qualifiers on each and every show and one qualifier on today's show and we'll tell you more about that as the show goes on so if you want to get qualified be on the lookout for that as it's going to be a great time but there's a lot of things that we are going to discuss and talk about since it is wide open wednesday it's only fitting that we have pat bradley on with us thanks to motorsports authority and he joins us now on the phone lines pb what's going on my man what's up fellas how we doing doing good pb good 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 yeah. So, how's the uh, how's the uh, weather change treating you so far? Has it started to really uh, come across? Maybe getting a little cooler up there for you? Um, you know, it's not it's not too cool. Of course, um, you know, I think it's always welcoming, as you guys know, to uh, chill things off a little bit. But it's been really nice, actually. Yeah, it usually is in that that part of the country anyway, more so than we have it here. So. <laughs> When when you say that it's cool, it has to probably get a little bit colder for you to consider it cool. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we're in the seventies now, which um, See, that's perfect. Oh, you kidding me? There's no doubt. Yeah, low mid low seventies. So hopefully we can ride this for for another couple of weeks, and uh, you know that's when it gets a little chill in the air. Uh, come end of October. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. We were talking about a PB as uh, they turned the page from Arkansas losing to BYU, but heading into LSU week. It just doesn't feel right that Arkansas and LSU football is playing in September. There's just something about it that just doesn't feel American because I think this is the first time ever that they faced off against each other, at least been in the SEC. The game's not been in November, but that's in mid-September. Yeah, they, you know, that was always uh, a end of the game, end of the schedule. But with you know, when I guess it was really, I don't know if they thought of it as. A rival, but I don't know if it were really a rival, but it was sort of like a um, a tradition that we would play them late in the schedule. But I don't mind it early on. Now that well, obviously we played Mizzou on Thanksgiving, but um, I don't mind it. I like. I, I, I think you know LSU is going to they're going to continue to get better. I think getting them now is probably the best time to get them because I think in November they're going to be uh, they're going to be in first place in the SEC West. So based off that, how are you feeling about Arkansas and based on the last game against BYU and how LSU performed at Mississippi State? 
too many mistakes everywhere. You know, it's it's the um, you know special teams and you know ten yard punt and the offense. Obviously, I'm sure you guys talked it to death. Uh, all the all the issues that they had, so it just didn't look clean, and it doesn't look to me that everybody is um, on the same page, clicking like just things look like they're difficult. Even simple tasks look difficult. So uh, you know that that's one of the things that you cannot have uh, against a good team, if not the best team in the league. You, you gotta at least make sure that you're playing, or, or not even, you know, playing your best, but not making those mistakes because uh, they'll take advantage of it. So that is one of the biggest concerns coming out of Saturday. Yeah, and just going up against a team like LSU, we, we, we talked about the offensive line issues and, and protecting KJ and everything. It's been a problem all year long, but man, when you're going up against Harold Perkins and that LSU defensive line, uh, this, this isn't going to get any easier. So it's almost like you, you as a coaching staff have to find some way to adjust to keep K.J. healthy, but also get the ball out of his hands quickly because this, this front for LSU is going to be mean, and I don't think Arkansas just has the horses on the team to be able to keep them in check. Right. So where does that, where does that keep everybody? Where does that put everybody right now then? And it puts them at uh, well, they ain't expecting much from well, Arkansas. Where are you guys at? I mean, uh, where are you guys PB, it's tough, man. Uh-oh. It's tough based on what we've seen from Arkansas so far this season and thinking that uh, right. they're going to be able to contend with that team in LSU and how good they are. So did you think a month ago this is how you'd be feeling going into this game? Uh, yeah, probably so, yeah. So yeah. not, not okay. a lot has changed. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it sounds like you guys don't think there's a chance. I mean, after what I've seen, at least, it's hard for me to pick Arkansas. Right. I mean, I know anything can happen, but it's just like the one thing. Did you feel that way a month ago? Oh, no, no. I felt differently a month ago just because there was a lot of uncertainty. And, you know, you yeah. still felt like, okay, well, the offense, how's it going to look? And you, get, you know, you have Rocket, but he hasn't been able to play this year. And, uh, you know, right. KJ and getting a new. But, yeah, it's still like I've changed a little bit. I still felt like this was going to be a game even before the year started that Arkansas was going to lose. But now it's just a matter of, in what way do they lose? I think that's what I feel differently about. Just a matter of how much do they lose by? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Like I feel like there, it's if Arkansas keeps it somewhat close, I I, I will be surprised. Just because of yeah. the biggest strength that LSU has is going up against Arkansas's biggest weakness right now, and that's very problematic. Well, that's what LSU. Well, we know that they've they're always going to have that explosive plays, players, and I think the quarterback, yeah, he may be sort of inconsistent at times, but that's a kid who's going to continue to get better, and if that's the biggest question mark, which I think that's what a lot of people sort of just go to automatically, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, I if, if, if I'm LSU, I, I'm not concerned about that quarterback. I think he's, even through some mistakes, um, I think he's going to he, he's going to be something to deal with here, not only on Saturday, but for the rest of the season. Jaden Daniels, is um, he's better than people on the outside want to give him credit for, first of all. And, of course, and yeah. then, you know, people are looking at the result at the beginning of the season, the result of LSU and how they got beat by Florida State. And right away, that may have given some people some false hope and saying uh, LSU is not as good as we thought they were coming into the season. We expected big things from them, them to compete for the West. Well, losing that game to Florida State, didn't matter how it happened, they still were going to be able to compete for the West. Yeah, is there a is there a more insignificant game in college football than opening week non-conference game? It's like I can't remember when a team was kept out or put in like the college football playoff based on that game. It just seems like, A, there's so much time to recover from a loss or screw up a win, a.k.a. like Florida State last year. They had the big win against LSU, and then they fumbled. Um, It just seems, I don't know, it's fun. I'm glad those opening week games, but it just seems Mm -hmm. like uh, they they don't stick with you, win or lose. They they don't stick with you, so... 
you know, I don't know how much you could take from that game even. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, PB, because I, st- I started thinking about it too. It, I think it used to hold a lot more water just because every game did back in the BCS era where it's like one loss, you're out. Like it, It's like that's, that's what changes everything yeah. in college football. But now it's still only four teams, but still you have the opportunities to make up for it a lot more uh, to play for a national championship at least. You could always still win the SEC or still win the conference, but national championships, one loss is not what's going to bury you, especially that early part of the year. And I, and I, and I do think the, the committee looks at week one, everybody is sort of still trying to put things together, and 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 that that plays into it, and you know it matters how you play and how how you improve during the season. So, um, you know, I don't even know how much I know. You know, they LSU. And the reason I'm saying that is because obviously LSU lost by a couple of touchdowns in opening weekend, and and I think that's probably what take took the shine off of them. But I I still think that they are a favorite to win the SEC West in Georgia. Struggled a little bit. Obviously, Alabama struggled a little bit. I don't even know if you say Georgia struggled. I mean, it's, it is South Carolina. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're another SEC team. Um, maybe we're just used to their dominance. So, but it was interesting. I was looking at that game. It was interesting to see how that quarterback uh, was going to play. So, uh, Bennett, is that his name? Bennett. He got a lot of tattoos for a quarterback. That's for Beck. sure. Beck. 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 Yeah. So, but um, yeah, that was that was interesting. This this weekend is going to be a lot of a lot of fun games. I'm ready to lock into this weekend. So, what other games are you looking forward to? You got Colorado at rattle them up, rattle, okay, rattle cool. them Colorado up, at Oregon, Ole Miss at Bama, and uh, Ohio State Notre Dame. Those are some of the ones, some of the marquee ones. There are plenty more actually. So I'm saying Oregon, Oregon covers Ole Miss. Ole Miss definitely covers. May even beat them. May even beat them. And I, I don't know, man. ND, I just, I don't, I don't, I, I don't. ND's not going to beat Ohio State. That's for sure. I don't even think they'll cover. To be honest mm. with you. What's the line on that? Bet Harrison has it at three points for Ohio State. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. I love <laughs> Notre Dame. I just, <laughs> I just, I, I, and they they got they got fortunate. Um, to get a very you know veteran quarterback, and he seems you know he's kids playing really well. That's the quarterback right. that Bama's looking at, saying that's the mm-hmm. guy we should have gotten. Yeah, that kid, that kid's playing really well. So, but I, you know what, Ohio State, they've um, I thought that they would be in a, in a lot better position over the last couple of years, and of course you know they're top five, top ten team, but. It seems like they haven't taken control of the Big Ten like they did before, and you know Michigan seems to be in that position now. Yeah, and in fact, uh, just this Big Ten in general, we know they're going to be adding some teams from the Pac-12, but uh, you know it, it's still a conference where it's about Ohio State and about Michigan. But sometimes, yeah, they forget about uh, other teams that are, are going to be facing off against each other. Like you even had uh, Penn State in a top twenty-five matchup yeah. uh, this weekend uh, against Penn, uh, Iowa. It's funny that I was there because everyone likes to make fun of their offense. But, you know, they're in that position. Even like Oregon State, Washington State cracks me up. Those are the only two teams that are going to be left in the Pac-12, but yet both of them are ranked in the top 25. That's going to be a good matchup. Yeah. Mm. Both of them have explosive offenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be good. I think Colorado is just – I think they're going to be running into a buzzsaw. Unfortunately, that kid's hurt. Uh, Hunter. Um so they're, they're a little shorthanded. That that's going to be a little anticlimactic, but you know what? That's fine because we've gotten all of our we've gotten a, a season's worth of drama. Thanks, thanking uh, thankfully to Colorado already. I mean, you don't you don't have this much drama. This basically, Dion has helped every sports talk radio show, <laughs> every TV sports TV show. He's helped not only ratings for the game, but he in Colorado football have been just topic of conversation for hours and hours at an end. He's a godsend to anybody who is in sports media. So, uh, you know, regardless of, of how they do end up the rest of the season, I mean, that poor kid's probably going to be out three to four weeks. Um, everybody's going to be thanking him 
for, for giving people something to talk about. And Nick Saban should be thanking him. That people aren't talking about Alabama and, and, uh, and, uh, and how they're taking a little slide this year. So uh, that's positive coming out of that. And, and then Coach Prime and, and Nick Saban, Coach Saban, they're praising each other. They do the commercials together, but then you have them being asked about each other, and they're making comments about how good the other is. So that's an added element to it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Nick Saban understands how and what he needs to do, and I think uh, you know, you got to accept what, what Dion's doing because I don't know if there's anybody out there who could do what he's doing, but you, you also have to understand that it's not for him. Like, I don't think he's a flash in the pan at by any means. I think he, I think, you know, once he gets into the recruiting side of it, because he was on the high school side of recruiting. He was a high school coach. He had high-level kids come through his program. So, obviously, he was a, a high-level player himself, but he has developed these relationships and knows how everything works. But, um, so, I think that's why he's going to have a lot of success. And Coach Dave, Nick doesn't want to pick a fight with Brian. Come on, he's got bigger things to, got bigger things to worry about. Yeah, and then with uh, with Coach Prime, that's what's going to be interesting. We know that he will be able to recruit, that he's going to be able to get players there. His kids are the foundation of the team, and there was a pretty funny video that the other day where they were at the Broncos game, and Shiloh and Shadur were talking about playing in the NFL soon. Like, they were talking, you know, possibly next year, and Coach Prime says, no, you guys aren't going anywhere. You, you guys aren't playing in the NFL next year. You're going to stay right here. So, you know, uh, it, it made for a funny moment, but it does show you that his kids are the foundation, but it's a lot bigger than just his kids because he has to worry about an entire team. Well, and one thing he has, too, is, is Shador. I don't know about some of the other kids, but he seems like somebody who can be an active recruiter himself. And I know Caleb Williams at USC, his father had come out and saying that, if he doesn't like who gets a first round, uh, first draft pick, his son's going to stay at USC. Which who, who knows if he's just saying don't, that? Don't believe that, PB. Do not believe. No, that. I know. Kind of wild to, to even come out and say that. But um, you know, who knows? I mean, it's. I, I would think, especially in football, you come out when you can come out. I mean, there's no way you risk anything like that. But you know, maybe, maybe you know. Colorado and the guys that get on the roster would, would like to run it back next year with another, you know, with a year of recruiting in, under their belt and another a year of experience. By the way, PB, uh, before uh, we just got a few minutes with you, but uh, our fearless leader, Justin Acre, he wanted me to bring up this story with you to get your reaction to it. So hopefully uh, I can make sense out of it. This is what happened in uh, East Longmeadow, Massachusetts, where 10 to 15 people fighting, chairs and bowling balls being thrown through the air, which was absolute chaos. Says this is how police described a large-scale brawl that broke out at the bowling alley in East Longmeadow, and it said that several individuals were arrested, and and it says also though that not only was it complete chaos, but ten to fifteen people were actively fighting with chairs and bowling balls thrown through the air in all directions, and they said that there was one particular woman who was the active aggressor in the fight that was raising the bowling balls over their heads to throw at other people, too. Whoa. And they were all between the ages of 19, 19, 21, 24, 25. Like, so a lot of younger people there, too. But, uh, yeah, so what's uh, – is there something about East Longmeadow there in Massachusetts where bowling alley brawls decided to break out where people are trying to chunk them at each other? Well, I need a little confirmation. Was this Candleton Bowling? Yes, it was. You been there so before? It was Candlepin. It was. Well, Candlepin, Candlepin is much different, is different than regular. Oh, oh sorry. Candlepin. Hey, hey PB, sorry, sorry. So I, that, it says it was not Candlepin. It was originally believed that it was this, inside the Shaker Bowl is what it was called. Well, no. Well, Candlepin Bowling, so you, you know your bowling ball where you stick your fingers in there? Yeah. They well, don't have England, the holes. <laughs> we play Candlepin. Got you. Candlepin... It's almost like a ski ball. There's no holes in it. You don't stick your, your fingers in no dirty holes down there at the bowling alley. What you do is you grab yourself. It's candlepin bowling. So it's just a ball. It's like a bocce ball. Okay. And 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 you roll it, and that's candlepin bowling. It's all. It's basically. I've only ever seen it in New England, this area. Yeah. So my, my question 
is. It must have been candle pin because how do you throw a big old ball like that? Well, it says, it it, it, yeah, I keep reading the article. It says it's shaker bowl. It says which offers regular bowling and not candle pin bowling. They don't do candle pins? That's what it says. What a bunch of frauds. <laughs> I've never heard of anything like that in my life. Yeah. They need to revoke their license out there, East Longmeadow. That's, oh my that, God. that's an interesting spot where that is also because you have Six Flags New England and it's close to the Connecticut border. Yeah, there's a bunch of hillbillies out there. I mean, they <laughs> act like you wouldn't believe. I mean, it's probably, well, they, does it say it was, they were all related from some family reunion, something like that? <laughs> they, were probably, they were probably having a uh, family reunion slash wedding. That's how big of a hill uh, hicks they are out there. Yeah, well, it was saying that uh, they arrested three Springfield women on multiple charges, including assault and battery and dangerous weapon and disorderly conduct. I would just be curious of what the weights of the bowling balls they were trying to hurl. You know, were they, you know, like the little, uh, like, six-pound balls for the kids? Or, you know, were these big old women trying to throw over some 20-pounders? You know, try to really get ahead well, of them. Yeah, so I thought it was Candleton. Springfield, home of the uh, Nathan Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, Springfield. Mm, so making all the connections there, PB. But yeah, glad we could uh, end on that note and get to, get to the bottom of uh, what was going on there at Absolute Chaos at East Long Meadow. But uh, PB, before we let you get out of here, man, just to give a shout out to the fine folks over at Motorsports Authority. MSAStore.com is the website. MSAStore.com. If you want, check out their premier pre-owned vehicle. Also, all kinds of accessories that go along with vehicles. Online, you can check them out. Their locations all over. You got Conway, Hot Springs, Sherwood, you name it. Go by and check out their website, msastore.com. All right, PB, have a great weekend, man. We'll catch up with you next week. All right, boys. See you, PB. Later. All right, see you. And again, that was Pat Bradley. Thanks to Motorsports Authority joining us here on Out of Bounds. We got more Wide Open Wednesday coming up next, so stay with us. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone, presented by the Wooder Rock Athletic Club. Join the Wooder Rock Athletic Club and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contract. LRAC.com. This is SportsCenter. Major League Baseball playoffs start in less than two weeks. So far, four teams have punched their tickets. In the AL East, both the Orioles and Rays are in. Then the NL East winning Braves and winners of the NL West, the Dodgers are also in. So eight spots remain open. In both the NL and the AL, it's going to come down to the wire. In the National League, the Phillies, Diamondbacks, and Cubs will be your wild card if the postseason started today. But the Marlins and the Reds are within a game of the Cubs for the final wild card spot. In the American League, the Blue Jays, Rangers, Mariners, and Astros are all within a game of each other. Only two wild card spots remain in the AL as either the Rays or the Orioles will get the first wild card depending on who finishes second place in the AL East. And the Arkansas Travelers open postseason play with the win last night, beating the Springfield Cardinals 3-1. to They can clinch the best of three series tomorrow. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Bradley for Brewskies. Razorback fans, this Saturday night at 6 p.m., Arkansas travels to LSU. Plenty of TVs at Brewskies. The legendary Brewskitron, not a bad seat in the house. Enjoy drink specials all game as you grub out in the best game day food in the city with plenty of options for everyone. Stick around after the game for Saturday night karaoke in the bar at 9 p.m. and J.J. Wilson, the DJ in the basement, playing a live open DJ set till 2 a.m. For more info, VIP section, Brewskiespubandgrub.com. Brewskies, you home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. 
In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional $3,250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. Or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Guadney, Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Guadney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offered with approved credit. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. Hey, it's Howie from Robert Irwin Jewelers, and I'm excited to announce that we've got our second location in the area now open in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center in Little Rock. If you're looking for an engagement ring, come check out the meant-to-be guarantee. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. Arch Marine and G3 Boats have teamed up for the model year closeout sale. It's the biggest rebates of the year. Get 2000 off G3 Sportsman boats or 3000 off Bay 22 boats. Act now as these deals end September 30th. Your granddaddy's trusted Arch Marine, so should you. Want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day? Are you behind on your credit card bills? Good! Pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good! Pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser? Good! Pick up the phone and start dialing. Then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How does Sam Pittman celebrate being bowl eligible? Well, I believe I'm going to have me old cold beer. <laughs> and that's kind of what I like to do, you know. Do so you need any company? Anybody want to come, but bring some, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Kyle. Be baby. On 103.7 The Buzz. Wait a minute, this love started off so tender, so sweet. But now she got me smoking out the Bet is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to BetSaracen.com. The line for Arkansas LSU Arkansas is plus 17. So LSU 17.5 point favorite. The over under is 54.5. Thursday night football, Giants taking on the Niners. Niners are a 10 point favorite. And the over-under is 44-and-a-half. Those are just some of the lines you can get on Bet Saracen. They have all college football, NFL, MLB, combat sports, boxing, MMA, in-game props, specials, and make sure you check out the double R props. Those are always some good wagering uh, opportunities there with the double R props. For the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. It's a wide open Wednesday. You're on Out of Bounds, folks. If you want in on the conversation, 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. As we've had a few people on the Asher Record live fan feedback. We're talking about uh, Arkansas and LSU and uh, some of the great memories and great moments that come from the battle for the golden boot. Dan says, my greatest Razorback football memory is hearing War Memorial Stadium blaring pour some sugar on me after Mountain the boys led us to an unforgettable victory over the Tigers. Rest in peace, 1-5. That was a great one, too. The great ending to that. And uh, as far as, like, you know, the mir- I'm not trying to take anything away from, like, the miracle on Markham or, or anything like that. But, man, that game to me was like, you, you when you won it, you we were getting into a BCS Bowl game, which you had not ever done before. Like, you were accomplishing something you had never done before and get into a bowl game to that caliber. You hadn't been to one of those in decades. So, as far as the game itself, that one may have been one of the most uh, fun ones to be a part of. But, yeah, a lot of great memories. Miss that game being at the end of the season. It's all right. You got Missouri. It's, it's just as good. It's just as good. People forget, though, in the early mid-2000s, that game between Arkansas and LSU, a lot of times the winner went on to go to the SEC championship game. Like, it came down to that final game, but just didn't didn't really have uh, – as much nowadays, but uh, I don't think Arkansas and Missouri 
Well, uh, since they're not, a, not in the same division, but of course divisions are going away, and I doubt that they'll ever be the top two teams in the final season of the year to be able to, I don't know. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> if they play the final week of the season, and then they're the two teams that go to the SEC championship game. Uh, someone, I think if you told like the SEC that was going to happen at some point, they'd be like, what went wrong? <laughs> like, what did we do wrong here? Who got hurt? Who got put on probation? Who stopped playing football? Like, if that ever happened, that would be quite the quite the storyline and quite the big deal. But and then once they game. go to uh, no divisions, you got Bama and Auburn at the end of the season. So there's the possibility of them matching up. Oh yeah, it'll be them, and it's possibility of I guess like Texas and Texas A and M will be that final game. You know, there may be a case where that ends up being there. I still think they're going to have Oklahoma and LSU play the final game of the year. And that makes sense. Yeah, and it's great for branding and all that. Two great teams, programs. So those two teams could be maybe in the mix. Because if you're talking about how it's set up right now with LSU and A&M, if A&M is playing Texas, it only makes sense for LSU to play OU. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because some people are saying, well, they'll give Arkansas and LSU back. No, no, they won't. They're going to have LSU and Oklahoma play before that happens. Like, so in that case, case, I guess they're thinking it's going to be OU and Missouri? Yeah, you know, that old rivalry that they have from the Big 12. Uh-huh. They did play each other. They did. They did. That would be too good to be true, but I don't think that happens. I don't think it happens. Just They want the biggest games that they can possibly have. Because those are really the only like big ones in conference that you're going to have at the end of the season. Because you have like Florida, Florida State, but that's out of conference. South Carolina, Clemson. Yep, another one out of conference. Kentucky, Louisville. Yep, another one too. Uh, I guess the Egg Bowl. Still there. That's usually played on Thanksgiving. So that'll still have the case. Maybe that one is the one that could be the SEC championship. Could. It could be. I, I don't want to rule anything out with the way the college football has been changing and, and going crazy, but uh, and that could end up happening. Or uh, Tennessee and Vanderbilt, right? That The battle of that state. It's a possibility. It's always a possibility. Clark Lee says that they're there to compete for championships. Mm, well, uh, we will see, Clark Lee, as you have... Uh, you have some opportunities in front of you, but Georgia, Georgia Tech's really the only one that's got like a major program. Nothing against Georgia Tech, but it's like uh, no one thinks about that game. It's like, oh yeah, Georgia, Georgia Tech. That's going to be you know a great game, great rivalry. But that's always going to be. Georgia Tech has beaten them, mm-hmm. he, not in most recent years because we know how dominant Georgia's been. But when Georgia was expected to win that game, Georgia Tech has beaten them. I never understood why Georgia Tech is not better at football. It's because of football. academics. I guess. Academics is, it's like, they're like Vandy. They're yeah. like Duke. But as far as the recruiting area and the players that they're able to get, if they lowered the standards on academics, that would be the place to go. Yeah, because it's, it's very conveniently located and has so much talent surrounding it there in the state of Georgia. Yeah, they they need to. I'm not saying that they need to lower their academic standards just for the sake of football, but you kind of need to lower your academic standards just for the sake of football because you see how much money it brings in to the school. That's the foundation of that university, though. That's why it's Georgia Tech. Mm, that's maybe why you got kicked out of the SEC when you you were back in there, you and Tulane. But uh, but yeah, so there's there's still going to be end of season games and uh, still some great rivalries in the conference. And I, I'm hoping that like when all the conference realignment happens, they'll still keep uh, some of those because is it. They, they still have UCLA and USC. Is that a, in the final game of the season yeah. game? Yeah. Because they always do wear the home jerseys. I don't know that. So that, I guess they'll keep that because they'll still be in the same conference and everything. Well, Ohio State and Michigan, that's not going anywhere. Uh, so any like the Pac-12 teams and if they have any changes for them. Um, I guess BYU and Utah or, still Oregon, Oregon State will now be yeah. a non-conference game. Jeez. Same thing with Washington, Washington State. Uh, and uh, Utah and BYU, even though they play each other, it's never been a conference, but It'll be part of two major conferences that'll be going on against each other, part of the Holy War. So, yeah, I mean, they're still, they'll still make it work. They'll still play those games, and they'll still have the, the rivalry set. But it is just weird how uh, some of the rivalries, because of conference realignment, are not going to have the same teams in the same conference with the same things being on, uh, in doubt, or at least uh, on the line. Also from uh, the Sudden Structural Solutions text line, 501 says, remember the game Chad Jones of LSU laid out Joe Adams but got the worst of it? Yeah, that was a scary thing. Chad Jones uh, laid out Joe Adams, and, I mean, it it took Joe's helmet off. Like, it was a scary thing. I can't believe he got back up because he caught the touchdown pass, like, on fourth down a couple plays later. So, yeah, that was a nasty hit. Arkansas should have won that game, but, you know, they didn't. They didn't. Not that I remember. That was an 9 I think, down in Baton Rouge. And that was when LSU had the gold helmets, I think, that they were, they were rocking. 
Man. Yeah, they change it up every now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still unique because they are one of the few teams that have white jerseys as part of their home uniforms. So when Arkansas plays them this weekend, Arkansas is going to have red uniforms on. They're going to have their home jerseys. And they will against A&M, too. So Arkansas, hey, there you go. So you may not be playing <laughs> at home, but you're going to have your first five games wearing your home jerseys. So there's that. Yeah. Get on board with it. <laughs> yeah. Make you feel like you're at home because of uh, the red jerseys you're rocking. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Kurtz and Brian. What's up, Kurt? Hey, man. i uh, tell you what. Uh, y'all were just talking about, you know, conference scheduling, you know, and I had some thoughts on that. Um what I was wanting them to do, which they won't do, but I was wanting them to do, was go to that pod system, take all the Big 12 teams and put them in one, Arkansas, LSU, and both Mississippis in two, both Tennessee, both Alabamas in three, Kentucky, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida in four. And what that would do, that would keep your – and then play everybody in your pod every year play half the teams in the other pods with a nine-game schedule in the first year and switch, switch the second year and play the second group. In the third year, go back and switch home and away with the first group and then the fourth year, do the same thing with the second group. That keeps your Texas-Oklahoma every year. It renews Texas-Texas A&M every year. It gives you a chance. It gives you the Egg Bowl every year. It gives you the Iron Bowl every year. It gives you Tennessee Vanderbilt every year. It gives you Tennessee Alabama every year. It also in the East, those teams all have non-conference rivals like Kentucky, Louisville, South Carolina, Clemson, Georgia, Georgia Tech, and Florida, Florida State. So you keep the most of the rivalries intact. Plus, if you switch every year, it also keeps the competitive balance more even, and it keeps the conference closer knit together instead of having it split into two conferences. So I was really interested not in what you think the conference will do, but how would you have it line it up, you know, if you could choose, and, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank you, fellas. Kurt, that sounds like a great idea. You need to find a way to... Get that idea to the SEC office and see what they think of it. But um, it's hard to argue with that way of doing it. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it's very consistent. And it's it's a way of like knowing for years and years and years to come who you're going to play and when you're going to play them and where you're going to play them. Like, it makes too much sense. But, I mean, I would be down for a system like that. I think it'd be fair. I think it'd be balanced. I think it'd be regionally really good and you still get to play everybody. But, as you said, it's like, that's not what the SEC is going to do because the SEC, guess what? They want they want LSU Bama playing every year. That that's they want that game every year. They're going to want Texas and uh, Alabama to to play more, or Texas and uh, you know Florida, whoever. Like they're going to want those big marquee games to happen as much as possible. And so the ratings will come in. That that's what it's going to be. What their scheduling process is going to be. What can bring us in the most money and the biggest ratings and the most eyeballs? That's what they're going to set the schedule as just the way it is but i like the idea in principle it shouldn't be that hard to schedule it should not be that hard to schedule nfl's got it scheduled out like they know how to do it i know there's a lot less teams and uh, it stays the same for the most part but uh there should not be some sort of complication to it It should just be an easy fix but we got to figure out what the conferences are even going to be at that point that's i think what everyone's waiting on but appreciate the call man we got more out of bounds coming up on wide open wednesday we'll have your razor hog update uh and also uh you know tom brady has responded about uh the Jets and whether or not he would be interested in going to the Jets and if they've contacted him. So, got some pretty big news. You'll be interested to hear what he has to say. But we'll get to that and more coming up next. You're not a bound, so stay with us. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their Casasa check-in accounts. With Casasa, earn up to 6% APY, cash rewards with no minimum balance, and refunds on ATM fees. Stop by Alcoa's new branch in Sheridan and open a free Casasa check-in account or apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. 
This is a public service announcement for hard seltzer lovers. Neutral Vodka Seltzer has arrived. Made with simple ingredients like vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Neutral tastes good. Like, real good. So good that you'll never want to drink another artificial tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. Try Neutral, the one with the umlaut. Copyright 2023 Neutral Distilled Spirit Specialty, Los Angeles, California. Enjoy responsibly. What Chevrolet in Jacksonville is going beyond the competition to change your current vehicle situation with Watney's exclusive loan and lease termination program. I need your current payment, your keys, and your signature. Call 501-982-2102 and say hasta la vista to your current ride and payment with the help of Watney's loan and lease termination program. Regardless of your current financial situation, I swear I will approve everyone. Rates as low is 0% on new Chevrolets. Trade now and terminate your payments until 2024. Get to now. The loan and lease termination program is this month only at Guatney Chevrolet. 1301 TPY Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. All voices are impersonators, but Guatney's the real thing. Shop Guatney Chevrolet once and you'll be back. We're back here with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Lots of folks talking football, but we're talking great deals, Wild Bill. All of our customers are a winner right here at Motorsports Authority, folks. We're passing out the lowest prices possible for any vehicle that we got. We're passing out top dollars for the trades. We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. And I'll tell you what, folks, we're having a great time right here at Motorsports Authority. In Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central or online at msastore.com. Get here to Motorsports Authority. Go Hogs! Having an outdoor event this fall, Arkansas Portable Toilets has the perfect addition. Rent a portable toilet. No, I'm not talking about your typical porta potty. I'm talking about a luxurious restroom. From two stall to ten stall and everything in between, Arkansas Portable Toilets can accommodate you anywhere you are with offices in Little Rock, Fayetteville, and Memphis. Call for any of your construction or special event portable toilet needs. Call Arkansas Portable Toilets today, 501-430-3158, or just go to their website, AR. PortableToilets.com. Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. Ooh. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Ooh. and even blow you away. And best of all, free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout, free 66, and get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's free 66. Again, free 66. It's Randy Rainwater. Join me for the Sonic Blast this Friday in Arkadelphia when the Badgers take on the Nashville Scrappers. Brought to you by Sonic Drive-In and 103.7 The Buzz. Unlike other shows, we don't talk over each other with old hee-haw jokes. It's bullcrap! Well, I ain't standing for this! Oh, my So call or text to actually be heard on Out of Bounds at 501-661-1037. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Mr. Dorfman. Hello. 0.2. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. On 1037 The Buzz.
Wide Open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. I'm going to tell you about Guadney Chevrolet because this month in Jacksonville, they're going above and beyond the competition to cancel unwanted loans and leases with their Guadney exclusive loan and lease termination program. Don't miss this opportunity to get out of the vehicle that you don't want to be in. Nobody wants to be in a vehicle that they don't want to be in. Let's be honest about it. There's nothing worse than just driving around and constantly just being angry and driving angry because you're in a terrible vehicle. Well, look no further. Guadney Chevrolet is going to help you out with that because during September, everyone will be approved. Plus, Guadney Chevrolet knows everyone can benefit from having no car payments for the rest of the year. And that includes their deal with the new Silverado, 2023 Chevy Silverado at 0% with approved credit. That's not a deal you're going to get at any other dealership. And with these brand new 2023 Silverados, they got plenty of inventory. So you got to check them out today. So head over to Guatney Chevrolet there in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit. You can also visit them at uh, putting the address into your phone at 1301 TP White Drive. And it's really easy and convenient to get to. And there's a reason why Guatney Chevrolet is Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Because of the award-winning sales and service that they have, they're going to get you taken care of in a vehicle that you want and that you can afford. So check them out today with Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. It's Wide Open Wednesday. You're on Out of Bounds. We're going to have Andrew Ellis of HogSports.com join us about 15 minutes. He'll give us some updates on some of the injuries for the Razorback football team. And if Rocket Sanders can't go this weekend... What's that going to look like, and how is that going to impact the Razorbacks and their offense? We'll talk about that more, but uh, with a Razor Hog update coming up as well, let's go ahead and get Ryan and Hot Springs here on the line. Squeeze him in. What's up, Ryan? Hey, hey, hey guys. How y'all doing? Doing good. Doing great, man. Uh, man, I, I'm, uh, I'm the, this whole Greg, Bro- Greg Brooks thing, man, I'm so glad they caught that when they did. I, I hate that uh, he's having to go through it, but, man, I'm glad they caught it when they did, and I'm glad they were able to remove it safely. I wanted to, wanted to throw that out there, but also, it, uh, I'd heard on another show, uh, they were already kind of low at um, their corner and safety spot. Is, uh, with that being kind of where they're at with that, does that, uh, does that help Arkansas's chances, y'all think, or is that not really going to matter a lot with their defensive line? Well, they usually have a lot of talent on the bench, so whoever is playing in the secondary, probably talented also. Yeah, because if you just right. look at their numbers, Ryan, and where they rank at, in fact... Uh, they are at sitting at this point in time in the country in passing offense. They do a real good job, but even in passing defense, they're eighth in the SEC and 61st overall. So, I mean, they're still about middle of the pack, which is Arkansas just slightly ahead of them as far as uh, where right. the numbers are at. But if you're trying to find any sort of weakness uh, if on LSU defensively, uh, they don't really have one except for rushing defense, which they are 12th in the SEC and also 74th in the country. That's really the only thing about the defense that's glaring. Well, that sounds like they need to let A.J. eat then Saturday. That's what that sounds like to me. You would think, but it's easier the, uh, said than done. Well, I understand that. I'm just, I'm just saying, I guess what I'm saying is if we're going to have any chances that we need to have, we need to have some, some sort of continuity at a, uh, we can't, what I'm saying is we can't do what we did against BYU and just con- and constantly switching out. We've got, if somebody's hot, we need to let, it, let, him, let him eat, what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. There's, um, but um, I'm not predicting a win. But I, I do, I do like what I've seen out of the defense. I do think the defense will give us a chance. But that, that's going to be about it. I, I think uh, unless they take some stuff off on the offensive line, I, I, I do think defense is what's going to let us hang around in this game. Um, I will say this: uh, going to this game, I, I wouldn't, I would not have thought defense would be the one, uh, you know, be giving us our best shot. But that's kind of what it's looking like, especially if we can get a turnover. So. Or two, but yeah. I hope y'all have a great day and uh, go hogs. All right, appreciate it, thank Ryan. For, and thank you for answering that question. I, w- I was curious about that. I always uh, love and respect y'all's uh, perspective, and y'all always come with a good one. So appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, appreciate you, Ryan. Yeah, calling every yeah. time. We always appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks for it. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at the, the comparisons for Arkansas and LSU and statistics and everything. Uh, there's really, you know, LSU does pretty much everything pretty solidly. Like, there's nothing glaring about a major weakness. Besides the fact, and if you want to look at some sort of uh, deal that may be helpful, is that uh, they are, in, as far as tackles for loss, they don't have a lot. Uh, they, don't, they don't get behind the line and uh, even sack the quarterback uh, very often, which is crazy to think, uh, just thinking about the defensive line and whatnot. But uh, they do allow quite a few sacks, and Arkansas actually has done a pretty good job of getting to the quarterback with sacks because not only is Arkansas number one in the SEC in sacks, but they're number seven overall. So maybe, just maybe, there's something that can be had there. But 
Uh, that's I'm just trying to find any sort of uh, major flaws or any sort of flaws that you can look at, too. That is more to do with Jaden Daniels at times and maybe holding on to the ball a little bit longer or trying to get out and create something when nothing is there and, and taking a sack and not throwing the ball away. So that's something they're going to try to get him to play better and doing things like that and actually throwing the ball away or just making a quicker decision to take off and run. Yeah, because if you look at Arkansas statistics too, like, you know, Arkansas is actually number one in the SEC in turnover margin. Uh, they're number one in turnovers gained. Uh, they're number four in turnovers lost. They are number two in passes intercepted. Uh, so they take care of the ball for the most part uh, this season. And LSU is actually a middle of the pack for the most part or even – uh, below average when it comes to the turnovers on offensive, giving up turnovers, also on defense, not taking advantage of those turnovers, too. So, uh, again, there, there's nothing. But the most glaring issue of any of the teams, especially in this one, is Arkansas and their penalties. Uh, 13th and 14th in the SEC in penalties. LSU is first and second in their penalties and penalties given up per game. So one team gets a lot of penalties and the other team does not. And I'll let you choose which one because you probably know all about it. But uh, let's see. We just got a couple minutes here, we'll go ahead and step into your Razor Hog update, presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog update, one of the players that Sam Pittman's going to be relying on is Luke Haz, and he's a guy that uh, met with the media yesterday, and Pittman has been big on him and the development that he's had at the tight end position. He's a physical guy, you know, to to almost to a fault. You know, the other day I thought he could have outran the guy chasing him from the inside, and he kind of waited on him so he could bang him, you know, so he could hit him, and uh, he ended up getting the first down. But, yeah, and I think – you know, those type of games that he had, they'll just get better. I think his blocking will get better. And, and uh, you know, we talk about how many plays can he play. And and uh, basically we want to play him however many he can because he's valuable to us. And he catches everything. He's done a really, really good – that's a freshman out there. That's a really good job. And he's been an adult about it too as he knows his role is going to continue to increase with the Razorbacks. They're going to rely on him. they got plans for him this weekend against LSU. But – have to wait and see how all that plays out. But uh, we're already up against the web. Some more things for the Razor Hog update coming up next. But also Andrew Ellis of HogSports.com will join us. And we'll get his thoughts and opinions on all the updates, especially with injuries when it comes to the Razorback football team. I have that and more in the third hour of Out of Bounds next. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than